0: Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce Podcast. Sister Joy Filipe is a daughter of Bishop Diak Hewitt mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people Full of life for the Lord, Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Diehard Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Diehard Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Psalm 91, verse 3, that surely he shall deliver us from the snare of the fowler and from the noise on pestilence. A snare is a trap, and a fowler is a hunter. And we all know that. As Christians, our number one hunter is the adversary who is walking around seeking whom he may devour. Well, I'm happy to tell you that the devil has failed at his hunt again. And we have two powerful divine escape testimonies in the house. So put your hands together for our first testimony from Juweda. Juweda, please
2: introduce yourself to us. Hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. Um, Hi. <laughs> I'm Judeida from the Film Stars Massage. Please tell us about your
1: testimony.
2: Okay, so my testimony is about divine escape, like from a very big ship, actually, hmm. very big one. Tell us more so i remember sharing a testimony here about writing 13 papers said- having 13 papers to write yes so by god's grace i was able to write all the 13 papers but unfortunately for me i failed five of them mercy
1: Juweda shared a testimony earlier about having to write 13 papers and she said that she wrote the 13 papers by god's grace but she failed five of them
2: which meant that I was, i'm going to repeat second year and like my mother would just kill me she will not understand <laughs> please continue so like i was there my lecture my examination officer called me that there's nothing they can do about it so as for failing i'm failing. Merci. so she just told my parents that i'm repeating second year Know the way forward, but I couldn't tell them because my mom she'll kill, kill me. <laughs> so I was just hoping and praying that a miracle will happen. Yes. So what happened? I, so what happened? So I was there one day. He had actually finished with me, but I decided to call him again. You're still persisting. Still persisted that I'm not feeling these five papers. So I called him, and he said. But I thought I'm done with you And I said, sir, please, no He said you'll get back to me So I was waiting for you He said, oh, don't worry I've actually passed you in all those five papers I'm not sure you heard what she said I'm not sure you heard what she said That's where you are sitting now From somebody who was supposed
1: to fill five papers And repeat the year The lecturer said he was done with her But she called again And by the grace of God He said that he's done with her she's part and she's moving the next year I don't know what situation that you're going through, but as you can listen to these testimonies we encourage and believe that your situation will also
2: change in Jesus name, amen like no one, no five, five. five. he actually passed me just like that Eight. Eight. And, and so Juweta, what would you like to tell the church? I would like to tell the church that you should believe, keep praying and like just even being a member of the church you don't know the blessings you are going to enjoy wow and, I don't know, I don't know why God decided to actually deliver me from this, because it might be because I'm a film star, I'm serving in the house, that's yeah. why, so I would like to encourage all of you, if you don't have any person to join, we are there for you, the film star, but you're asking my my now.
1: Is from Oye, put your hands together for Oye. Also, of the film stars, it looks like film stars are having testimony every week. It's a good basanta to join, amen. Please introduce yourself to us.
3: Hello, everyone. My name is Oye from the film star basanta.
1: About your testimony. Her name is Oye and she's from the Film Stars. Tell us about your testimony. Okay,
3: so my, my testimony is about mine escape. Um, this happened somewhere during the mid the Friday, like after the mid I was not having a paper. So I had an invitation from a friend to go to a party. Hey. i'm not a party type so i told my roommate about it and she was like she would go but on the friday i thought it was my friend so i shouldn't let her go like that so i followed her.
1: please tell us more oh listen to their testimony
3: when you got to the place it was apparently someone's room we got to the place, we entered the room Only to be walk out by the sense of smoke, like people were smoking, people were doing lots of stuff, like I can't even see them here. It's like, it was bad and I told my roommate that that's not our kind of environment and she was like you know right, they we went to sit down, they bought a school. <laughs> that's
1: not their kind of environment but they still sat down in the clouds and in the smoke. <laughs> Please continue the <laughs>
3: Sit down and my friend offered us um cook. Since I don't drink alcohol so he offered us coke. But because of the atmosphere, I was like maybe there's something in the coke, so we didn't drink it. Then they bought um something they said is brownies, it looks like cake. And I'm a pastry lover. So when I started when I grabbed one and um, I I ate it. I ate it. And I sat down again. I was about to feel comfortable then. I just felt like I should leave. Like I should leave. My friend got pissed. like, why am I leaving? Having the baby. And I'll leave. <laughs> 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 like everyone was trying to stop us from going. But we somehow managed to get to our hostel. And,
1: somehow. Yes. And then we
3: got to our hostel. That was when I realized that the brownies was not actually patient
1: so what, what happened to Oye was that she went to a place that she was invited to. She, she likes pastries and she eats brownies. She didn't know what was inside. And... It was when she got to her room that she started getting high and all that. If she had stayed just a little longer, I'm very sure both of us know that something would have happened that evening. It is clearly divine escape. It is clearly the Lord that was pressing it upon her heart to leave the place. Amen. So Oye, what would you like to tell the church? I would like to tell the church to
3: believe in prayer because I remember it at a point when I was high, I could just see my mom crying and praying for me. And I felt it was prayers that was able to get me out of that situation because I was getting comfortable there. And if I was hiding, I don't know what would have happened to me. So you guys should believe in prayers. Believe in the prayers of the church. Like, I heard there was prayers going on that Friday. I'm very sure like all those prayers was what was dragging me out of that place. Like I don't know if I'll be able to come to church if something would have happened to me.
1: Okay, oh yeah, we also hope that you are no more friends with him. Oh yes, the boy actually, I cut him off for my life.
3: I'm no longer talking to him anymore.
1: Thank you very much, Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord this morning.
3: Look at your neighbor and say, My neighbor, we have come to the best part of the service. Because we are about to receive the word of God from one of the most anointed bishops around. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. We are so blessed to have Sister Joy as our pastor. She is always feeding us with the word of God. And you can see that our lives are getting better and better. Put your hands together as we receive the ministry of our pastor. He is Joy. Put your hands together. God
2: my deliverer, yes He is, yes He is. God my
4: savior. He's Come on, lift your God voice up and sing it for a he's moment. He's our savior, He's our healer, He's our deliverer. Yes He is, yes He is. God my savior. Is He your savior? Come God's on. My he's our hallelujah let us pray thank you so much Lord for a day like today that we can just come into your presence we can worship you in so many different ways and we are glad to be with you I ask that Lord you will now speak to us through your word let this word sit in our hearts and change us to be better people in Jesus name amen before you take your seat find your Bible Please, if your phone has porno on it, don't use it. (laughs) Because you may magnify something that's not helping you. But take your physical Bible. These days I've been telling you about your physical Bible. Amen? Let's go. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I will never be the same. Never, never, never i will never be the same so help me god put your hands together and take your seat amen we are changing or we are not changing we are changing we are changing amen hallelujah well it's another sunday and before i share the word i have some dear friends of ours from the first Lab center and at least we have to greet them properly amen First, let me introduce to you, Pastor Paul, who used to be here with us. Amen. Pastor Paul, we can't see you. At least you, I can bully you. Amen. Oh, give us a wave, put your hands together for him. Amen. And he's here this morning with Dr. Nabia. Dr. Nabia is one of our pastors also. She's also in charge of the hospital, all the medical things. She's a serious helper of Bishop Dag. Put your hands together for them properly. This, you're welcome, dear Mikramendi. Amen. You are so welcome, we are happy to have you with us this morning. Amen. And then also, before I start preaching, I know you have announcements, but I want to just talk again about the Good Friday program that's coming up. Amen. Good Friday. Now, some of you, I know that even though exams are close, you plan to go to Accra. Uh huh. If when you go to Accra, find your way to Mampong or don't go. Do you understand the two choices? If you are going home to Accra, Good Friday, you are going to Mampong to experience the service with Bishop Dag live. Are you there? If you know that you won't go, perch. I'm waiting for it to sink in. These days you are very slow. And then for those of us who are in Kumasi, the whole council is gathering here. Amen. We're gathering here. And I tell you that between, you see, there is no distance in the things of the Spirit. Year after year, what they're experiencing there as we flow. Because we're just going to view what's going on. We'll probably be singing until, and doing different things till we connect. And then we are in a different world. And every year we experience salvations, we experience healings, just as It is going on elsewhere. So don't cut yourself off. You have no reason to cut yourself off. Amen. Is that okay? Hey, you remind me again. Ah. (laughs) Amen. So I really, really, really want to see you taking part. But not just you. You have to come with somebody as well. That's part of what we do, isn't it? So let's make sure that Good Friday, we're on it. And we're going to be doing a few more things you'll be hearing all over the week as you watch the pages that you are on. Is it okay? You see, some of you, when we say we are doing something in church, you don't do. That's why God had to find a miracle to help Oye the other time. But we were here or oh, the phone didn't come on in the end the movie night didn't come on but there was a plan so they were praying that's how come she got rescued but we are here 2nd of April and make sure that you are here don't let God have to do some miracle for you because you have escaped and you are on the way somewhere else alright turn your Bible 2nd Corinthians 5.17 we've been talking about a great change do you remember that? a great change are you changing? are you sure you are changing? Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's what? A new creature, you know. He's a new creature. Today is the last day that I'm going to be preaching on this. And so I really want you to listen. It's a bit of a revision and then we are sort of closing up. Amen and we were sharing about how when christ comes into your life there's a change we looked at the example of paul briefly if you remember the scripture galatians 1 23 where they said that the person who was persecuting us he is the one who has now changed and he's preaching the gospel and i'm sure some of you can identify maybe you were the type when you were in shs you used to take the uh, su guys on hey you used to take them on are you there They'll come and invite you. Then you'll say, okay, if you make foot, uh, Gary photo for me, I'll go. Then they'll make the guy. Then you'll eat it. Then you won't go. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. But today, there's been a great change. Hallelujah. I thought it was a good place. to put, You miss the place to put your hands together for the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Then we also went into the interesting example of the madman of Gadara in Mark chapter 5. Do you remember him? Yeah. This one we are just revising, especially for those of you who cut church who are a bit lost. Yeah you'll be at sea if I don't <laughs> amen he was there walking around naked hey. not in his right mind anybody who tried he would he would fight them back but then he met Jesus and a great change came over in his life. Do you remember that example? And we talked about Mark 5, 15, where the people of the town came to see and the guy who they knew as a madman, there he was sitting down, clothed, and in his right mind. Do you remember that one too? And I was sharing with you about how there are things that, it is walls that are broken in our minds that make you walk around half naked. I hope you have telling but I've stopped. I've stopped. Hey, this side, you mind me? Are you awake? Are you in the church? Are you alive? Okay. As I said, Tell your neighbor I have changed. Amen. I was sharing with you that to the degree that you walk around naked, to that degree, your madness has come. Hey, I'm talking with some people because I've been seeing you around campus, only that you don't know that I am in the car. Hey, I've been watching you where you have one set of things you wear to church and another set of things you wear on campus. Ask your neighbor, is it you they are talking to? At the back, are you awake? Uh Uh-huh, good, yeah. And you see that this man, as soon as he met Jesus, things just changed and and, and straightened up for him. Some of you, you are going to and fro, to and fro. One time I met a young lady, I was talking to her, and she said to me that, Oh, when I'm there and I feel like a guy, I just get up and I go walking around and then I find one of my friends. Yes, not a guy, a girl. A girl, walking to and fro, looking for a man to devour. (laughs) It's Satan who walks to and fro. Stop behaving like him. When you meet Jesus, that useless, meaningless to and fro it is cut in your life. Hallelujah. So we were looking at the principles of a great change. The things that will change us. Principle number one. You people cry. Do you write new notes at all? So you have principle number one in your notes. Then go there. After you are born again, what? A great change will come into your life if you grow up spiritually and for several weeks i have had a demonstration here if you were not here too bad i don't know what to do again showing you the effect of a baby spirit when your spirit is a baby it's like a baby in the house you can't do anything for yourself and that's why so many issues are rising up against you because the maid servant who is an agent of satan is just beating you because you have decided to be a baby but if you grew a little you have been able to take them down. Principle number two. After you are born again, a great change will come in your life if you renew your mind with the word of God. Amen. And I shared with you that our Father's podcast is there. Listen to it. You have not heard me up to now. You see, everything, you know, I've come to the realization that Maybe we should just accept our Africanness because everything unless by force. We are not, we don't seem to be able to just decide to do something. So unless we put a table and we say that everybody entering, check their phone. Is that, that one too, we, we, can, we can only force and download it. We can't be sure that you are listening. And that's why I said that on Sunday after church, unity service, it is on. If you like, be a leader, and dodge just if you like you know my threads are not empty you know <laughs> as for those of you who are not doing anything in the church I can't do anything to you but those of you who are doing something we will watch it together because if I leave you you won't watch and my mommy, you see our service will end at ten or something then we'll be feeling hungry find something around I don't mind what you do between 10 and 1 but 1 30 we are here we will feed ourselves are you there You are angry again. Last week I heard that some leaders were very very angry with me. You can only be angry behind my back, you can't be angry before my face. If you like, try it today. (laughs) You know, I came to the realization one time that it is mothers who force their children to take medicine, not fathers. We have all kinds of strategies. You won't take the medicine. We'll hold your nose. Yeah. Then when the baby says, ah, then you put the medicine inside. Out, the baby will swallow it. Dr. Nabe, is it not true? Thank you. When they grow a little, put them across your this thing. Neck chalk. Yeah. Chalk them as a, you won't get up until you swallow it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's where we are. Amen. You will not eat it on your own. You will eat it by force by fire by force you will eat it and if I'm not satisfied with it I won't preach to you again when we arrive here we'll put it up the week before I won't preach again the church has become very nicely quiet Yeah, the fight is on and we will not end, we will not stop we will not stop because your mind has to be reprogrammed Uh reprogrammed when you meet a programmer and you meet somebody who has just done computer science in church. They are two different people. So I will expose you by force to the programmer who will program your mind with what should be in it from the word of God. Are you in the house? Yeah. Tell your neighbor, we have to change. We have to. We have to. We cannot continue as we are. We can't. We can't. Something must change. And the garbage in the mind is a lot. And the devil, yeah, he doesn't stop at anything. He's extreme. And when something is extreme, you must also be extreme to meet it and to counter it. Otherwise, it will over you. It will over you. Or you can't see. You opened your your, your Bible to have your quiet time this morning. Then your things started popping up. Yeah. That's how desperate the enemy is. And that's how extreme he is. They are selling water. Then there's a half-naked girl on it. What has the girl got to do with the water? It's like anyhow, anyhow, now that he's promoting the LGBT thing, you can't even see it in your emo- emojis. You don't know that those emojis are actually LGBT. You are thinking about it. The two girls, one is wearing blue, one is wearing red. What do you think it is? The two girls with their hat between them. What do you think it is? Yeah it's like you will swallow it however whether you want or you don't want you will swallow our lgbt doctrine then christians were just there table that's why i loved esther's scene charlie the people were about to disturb her <laughs> and she decided to i well i don't know about the sitting but at least your music can disturb them amen can you can spoil their atmosphere instead of always being on the receiving end in your room turn to your neighbor and say we fight extreme with extreme yeah Yeah. principle number three after you're born again a great change will come into your life if you listen to a lot of preaching and that is what i'm talking about and what we are going to do number four after you're born again a great change will come into your life if what if you change your friends If you want, change your friends, please turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, change your friends. Yeah. It is a type of person who puts we into biscuits and calls them brownies. It's a type of friend. That's why she said I've cut the person off. It's a type. And you have such friends. Hey. Some of you, you have the kind of friends who are still doing for one night. Yeah. And you're saying that if we don't do the fraud, we don't know how we'll pay our fees. Are you trying to tell me that God cannot take care of you? Let's go to a scripture, Matthew. Because you are accusing God that he can't take care of you. And because he doesn't take care of you. So let's go to Matthew 6. Matthew chapter 6. So he can't take care of you as he has brought you on this earth, he doesn't know what you need. It's not true, it's an accusation. Matthew chapter 6. I feel like reading it in the NLT. Please take us, let me see what the NLT says in pure, just simple English. The way your English teacher died when you were in class two. You know? So the reason why you are thinking that 419 can take care of you, fraud can take care of you, but God cannot, you see the reason, your faith is small. Continue. So don't worry about these things, saying what will we eat, what will we drink, what will we wear. If you like, you can ask how we pay our fees, how will we uh, pay our, our accommodation, whatever. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. Here you are, believer, your thoughts are dominated by what you don't have. But the Bible says that your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Move on, seek the kingdom of God above all else. So he's giving you the remedy and it is the remedy that you have been refusing. To seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything that you need that's the one king james says seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all things will be added so god is not there unable to amen your quietness this morning is very unsettling but i'll take it like that hallelujah so it's it's something that you really need to actively do don't just hope that they'll go away don't just pray that they will go away make them go away and one of the ways to make people go away is to be a real christian they will automatically leave yeah because when they come and they see what's going on before they used to come to you to listen to the latest music now when they come preaching is on they won't check they'll either change or they will go You see and there's a point at which oh pastor you know i want to bring them to christ wait you are not you remember you are a baby you have not yet reached even toddler stage what can you bring i'm talking to some some category of people it's as you grow the bringing is easier but i don't know who have you seen one baby invite another baby let's go to the, uh, the the immunization center and come they can't do anything they have to be carried and some of you you have been in church for a long time but honestly spiritually that's your size have tormented your leader so much yes principle number five after you are born again a great change will come into your life if you fellowship a lot I want to put the emphasis on fellowship a lot It's not just fellowship. Many of you, you see, we have a lot of meetings, different types. Many of you come on Sunday without a problem. But the Sunday church service is exactly like it is when you go to to class. When you go to class and there's a lecture, how many of you can pass the exam based only on what you heard in the lecture room? But if you leave, you won't read again, you won't turn to the subject again, you won't do anything again. That's how it is when you come to church. Because as you come, most of you, by the time you walk out, you don't even reach the gate, and you've forgotten what has been said. So if you're only fellowshipping with the Lord and the people of God, happens only on a Sunday. Meanwhile, some of you, the Sunday cry. Are you here? even the sunday is a problem somebody must wake you up somebody must call you if they don't call you you won't come there is a place for it but after a few weeks we're how many weeks into the semester now how many weeks you don't know how many weeks you've been in school hey hey (laughs) count it for me how many weeks about what are you sure that nine weeks So for nine weeks, somebody has been calling you week after week. You two, you will not learn. So that we can go and call some other people who are also now starting the race. We must keep calling you to the one fellowship meeting that you come to. I mean, why is it so? And that's all that you do. You are about to fail. And the reason why you will fail is exactly the reason why somebody who only comes to class and then goes to write the exam, the person fails. And that's why you need to fellowship a lot. It's not enough to fellowship once a week. It's not enough. Now, there's a very nice scripture. 1 John 1, 7. It's a very nice scripture. And it explains something. And it says that if we are in the light, as he, the he is Christ, is in the light. We have fellowship one with another. One of the cardinal signs of your Christianity is fellowshipping. So when even the basic fellowshipping, we are fighting with you about it, could it be that you are not even a Christian? And when I say a Christian, I'm not talking about we have a culture of going to church. And that's what you are doing. But I'm talking about you are not somebody who has given your life to Jesus Christ. Could that be why fellowship is so difficult for you? There's another category of you. When you come, you are looking at your watch. Yes. Hey, how can we come to church for three hours? I want to ask you how many hours do you spend doing other things? Yes. It's only three hours. Because you don't, come, even the three Christ, not three. You don't come at 7:30. Ask your neighbor what time you got here. What time do you come? Tell anybody, when we look at where you are sitting in the church, we have a good idea what time you came. Just by seeing where you are. And some of you who are outside, every week you come regularly outside. Make up your mind that it is changing. Maybe today you were just late, but if you are a regular outsider, I'm speaking to you. Fellowship is a sign that you are in Christ. So when you do it reluctantly, or when you dodge it, or when... Only when you are forced, it's a sign to you. It's a sign. So it says that if we are in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. Do you understand now why when you have fallen into sin, you don't want to fellowship? This is the reason. This is the reason. When you don't fellowship, it's a sign that you are fallen out yeah a Christian who does not fellowship you see when you put charcoal into a pot into a a, 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 a whatever what do you call them a coal pot and you light it, it stays alight for hours and you can cook so many things on just that if you remove one coal and you put it aside it will be dead in a short time and so a Christian without fellowship is dying or dead I'm talking to you based on the scriptures that we are seeing. Because we should have finished the struggle with some of you by now. We should have finished the struggle. So that we can go on to bring in some other new people. But you refuse to grow. And you should have been the one who is now even looking after one human being. Ask your neighbor, and this time I'm waiting for you to ask and I'm watching those of you at the back. Ask your neighbor, who did you bring to church with you? You see i just mumbling behind the mask <laughs> you see and the answer for most of you is nobody nobody you didn't bring anybody because you yourself cry you are a case you yourself are an issue somebody must be waking you up why are you a child are you a baby I'm just asking a few questions. Hmm. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah. The Bible says that we should not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. You may think that is your free choice. It's not your free choice. It's the word of God. It's an instruction to you. Do not, do not, do not. I mean, Pastor Paul and Dr. Navia could have decided not to be in church today. This is not their church. Their pastor is Bishop Doug. Why should they come and listen to a little chicken like me talking? So they could have decided that, Charlie. We are tired in life. We have come, to, But you see, there's something about Charlie. Even if the fellowshipping is, at a living, we must go in fellowship. But you, when you travel, when you go home, nothing. 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 You just sit at home and backslide. And let me start speaking because many of you are going home for Easter. And when you go, I know you're subbing. When your shepherd even calls, you don't pick it the shepherd has used her own credits no body bought data for her the people who annoy me most in this world are those who say they don't have money for they, they don't have data to to stream you have data for uh, pornography you don't have data for streaming All the nonsense you want to do you have data for it watching films even in the middle of exam week but when it comes to god and the things of god i don't have data i don't have data thinking that god is a fool and he cannot see Do you know that when your shepherd sends you data, it's not anybody who's giving the person the money. It's their own money they have used. Are you there? It's your last. It says your what? Get up and take your own money. Pay your own sacrifice. And watch the thing. For your own salvation's sake. yeah Yeah. are you there some people are very quiet your quietness will not change the message we are trying to change you will not change for as long as somebody has to buy what you will use as you grow don't you know yourself that you have to eat does your mother come from her house to come and cook in your room to give you food no because you have grown to a point where you can see that for your own welfare and your own well-being you have to eat when you were a child they had to coax you when you were a child they had to cook for you and catch you and put the food into your mouth but here you are today you are a student you are grown up most of you are over the age of 18. i don't even know where we imagine that you were fit to vote somebody cannot even take possession of your life you want to determine who will rule (laughs) us hey yeah you say I'm 18 years old I can decide for myself and yet somebody must give you data for you to eat the spiritual food for your own spirit Ah. come on you better grow up you better wake up yeah these days, I'm going to teach the shepherds a certain prayer to pray. When they send data to somebody who can afford it, but who is cheating them, there will be a penalty. We'll just lay it down there. Yeah, we'll just lay it there. Because every time you cheat them, you take the food out of a real baby, out of the mouth of a real baby who really needs the help. Not your grown self. Hmm. As somebody Are you there? Yeah. And every time you travel or every time you take a new job, every time your situation changes, you need to watch over your fellowshipping. That's why KNUSD, many of you, when you finish campus, your Christianity, bola, Total bolarization. Can't do nail. Because you have been practicing it during your holiday time. Holiday time, don't we call you and you don't answer? I said, don't we call you when you don't answer? You know they are calling you for prayer. Phone switched off. Some of you have been in school. You do it. <laughs> I'm trying to finish my series. I had, not, I had not planned all those things. But I believe that God is speaking to you yeah we have to get become serious too many of you are nominal christians looking for why you should not fellowship yesterday or last week sunday when i insisted that everybody should stay and watch unity service one idiot had the child had the opportunity to ask his shepherd when will they close we will close when we close when we close saying have you seen us sleep in the church but because you are a baby you cannot sit in one place for long have you not seen a child when you put them on the chair <laughs> meanwhile you are grown you are 20 years old when they put you on the chair they say sit down <laughs> oh yeah you are a baby and if i are not a baby you are grown up idiots no because you are grown when you see somebody who is 18 years old behaving like a baby is it not annoying you are still in diapers, napkins. Somebody must come and remove your this thing and clean it for you. Come on. I tell, you ask your neighbor, is it you they are talking to today? What, what, What's all this? At the back, you ask the question, it's you that I'm talking about. <laughs> so let's go to the two principles for today. Principle number six, I'm going to give them to you one after the other because I really want to end... <laughs> I really want to end the series today. <laughs> After you are born again, a great change will come into your life when you are in, endued with the power of the Holy Spirit. And principle number seven, I'm going to do the two together. After you are born again, a great change will come in your life if you learn to pray and you seek and, and you speak in tongues so let's take those two together you're trying to change if you try to change yourself in your own power you are likely to fail yeah you are likely to fail because the christian life is a difficult one in a certain respect have you not noticed the day that you said i've stopped lying i won't lie again that's the day that something will happen and before you, know, he said Charlie you have lied this one lied even more than the last one that you told you know <laughs> you are trying to do a spiritual thing with your physical self you know and that is why God knew and he gave us his Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 1 he tells them in verse 8 that they should remain there until the Holy Spirit came because Jesus knew that these men he, they had walked with him For three years, they knew what to do. But he knew that if they go in their own power, they will not be able to do it. So he said to them, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you will be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. And today, as we stand here, we can see that this scripture has been fulfilled. Because as there were just 12 of them, but by the time God, they were not Africans. It would have died with us. That's how we are. It would have died with us. We don't don't like to share. The church is quiet again. But he told them that they would receive power. And when that power comes upon them, they will move around witnessing. And they did it. They traveled. They crossed to different places. And through them, the gospel went and went until it came to us. It came to us. Even the Africa, it came through Ethiopia. They got it, I think, according to the history, they were first. That scripture with Philip in in, in Acts chapter 8, when he witnessed to the Ethiopian eunuch, that is where the Ethiopians say that Christianity entered into their country. From the Bible. Are you there? But the power for it came from the Holy Spirit. That's where it came from. And it's the same for us today. And that's why the Holy Spirit is so crucial to us. When you give your life to Christ, there is the the book of Ephesians talks about the seal of the Spirit being on you, the stamp of. So there's a way in which you're already marked as belonging to God. But you need the dimension of His power to come into your life and that's why even with jesus as he walked on this earth doing things we see that it's in acts chapter acts 10 28 i believe it is where the bible says that god anointed him with the holy spirit and with power and then he went about doing good are you here and so you need that power to come out of the pornography that you are in you need that power to be with you to 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 help you to stop the things that you have been doing acts 10 38 let us see the address well why and we need to see the address because many of us we know a few scriptures but not the address are you here with me or you have traveled yeah so acts 10 38 so even jesus he because he had left everything and come on earth as man he needed the holy spirit to come and be with him for the power to work and so it is with you and with me are you there if not you are just going to drown in your sin but we have seen so many people change as they have allowed the holy spirit to change them the bible says that we fellowship with the holy spirit amen second corinthians 13:14 we fellowship with the holy spirit you've been saying it as the grace may the love of our lord jesus christ what May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit is simply talking to the Holy Spirit. That's how you fellowship. People come and ask complex questions. Is it praying to? Well, I fellowship all the time with Lady me and Lady Pastor Yvonne. Am I praying to them? If I have a time fellowshipping with you, am I praying to you? So in the same way, you make a simple request. I have a simple request that I make every day as I'm going to sleep. And I just say it like that. I'm talking to him. Holy Spirit, wake me up. When it's prayer time. And without fail. Without fail. I'll wake up. Without fail. Oh, it's a habit. Habits are broken. If it was a habit, then when I wasn't well for how many days? There was enough time to break it. It didn't break. Because it's dependent on the Holy Spirit. Are you here? And it is the presence of the Holy Spirit that affects that great change. The great change in your life. Some of you, your issue is not pornography. and It's not not your problem. Your problem is a a, a satanic temper. When your temper comes. I said when your temper comes. I knew a certain young lady. And her husband used to say her temper. And one day he came with a story. Hey, this young lady, quiet young lady. She had picked up the center table. And she had thrown it with such force that the center table had splintered; it broke. And she took it up and beat him. Yes. <laughs> and and <laughs> the guy came to see me with hands, and said that it's only because of shyness. Like I would take up my for you to see the the um what do you call it the marks where I've been beaten. <laughs> So yours is not pornography, it's not girls, it's not boys. It's their temper. <laughs> oh, you are very quiet today. <laughs> As if it's not you I'm speaking to. Yeah. I used to have a temper like that. Yeah. and It was the Holy Ghost that helped me come out of it. One day when my youngest son was three, my youngest son is the only choleric male among them. The rest have other combinations, but he did. Are you there? And so one day one friday he had done something i told him to do something he said he won't do and my things came and i got my husband's belt and i chased him three years old like this you see when you are an adult eh, and you are chasing a three-year-old you must know that you are bordering on something something is not correct i chased him from downstairs lashing him all the way <laughs> All the way upstairs. Are you there? But you see, I was learning to walk with the Holy Spirit at that time. And as I got him to do what I wanted, which was to have his bath. (laughs) (laughs) He had roamed around (laughs) for 40 minutes. (laughs) And I could feel that the Holy Spirit had distanced himself from me. So I began a discussion with him. And I said, Ah, but you are the one who said, Spoil the rod. Uh, what? Spare the rod and spoil the child. So now that I have organized him into <laughs> why have you gone away? And I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit. That thing you manifested is not correction. It is your tiredness and anger that you have manifested on the child. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. And gradually, by the help of the Holy Spirit. I learned how to control my temper. Are you there? Hey, you are very quiet. me, uh, I'm confessing myself. so you are looking at me back. Hey, it's how you were bad. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. I thank God for the Holy Spirit who's delivering me. Yeah. And many times I would say something. Hey. Words, and when you say them, you cannot collect them again. No? There's nowhere to go and collect the rubbish you have said. I would say Holy Spirit help me and after a while it began to be that when I want to say my killing things (laughs) I would feel as though somebody has put their leg on my foot hold on and just that hold on for two seconds will be enough not to bring the nonsense out I don't know what you are struggling with but the Holy Spirit that's why he has been left with us. Let's go to scripture. Plenty talking. John 14, Jesus was now introducing him to us as the comforter. And he said, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he might abide with you forever. Do you see? So he's there with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, in case you were wondering who the comforter was, whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not. The world can't see him. They don't understand it. Are you there? Neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and shall be in you. Amen. So as you sit there, there's a, it is just a matter of beginning to fellowship with him. Are you here? And many people, when you share this message, they'll say, oh, but people, I mean, how do I fellowship? How do you talk to anybody? Eh, but there's nobody there. Who told you there's nobody there? The Holy Ghost is there. He is actually a person. He's actually a person. I don't like driving much. And one of the secrets to my not liking driving was that it was one of the places where the anger would manifest. And I'll be driving, my windows are closed. (laughs) And as I'm driving, you know how driving in Ghana is. And then somebody will cross, somebody says that. At the time I was in Tamalei, if it is not a ship, it's a human being. If it's not a human being, it's a bicycle. If it's not a bicycle, it's a driver who has decided something. And I would end up... And one day I was in the car alone. And I was saying my things because somebody had just dashed across my car. And the Holy Ghost said, I am tired of being with you and hearing these things. So he's there, he's with you. Are you in the house? I wonder why you are looking at me like that But never mind And so as you are there Serial pornographist I suggest to you That you have a discussion With the Holy Spirit Holy Spirit this is my issue I need you, your help Believe me he will help you Believe me He knows what to do To help you Oh Oh when I see girls, I need help. I need help. You see that word in John that we just read in John fourteen sixteen that was translated as 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 comforter is also it means so many other things. Amen. It means so many other things. Remember that the original word, the original language of the New Testament, is not English. It was Greek, and many times you have one word in a language that means different things. It is the same, the same with our languages. Okay, let's do an, a, a short test. Those of you who speak Chi, no credit. What does it mean? No credit. Oh, speak up. I can't hear. It means what? Truthfulness. Okay. So give me the word in tree for loyalty. It's also what? Or oh, if you like faithfulness, it's what? It's the same, no credit. It's the same thing. One word. The guns crowd will even change the pronunciation, but you won't change it. <laughs> the translation is the same. How many guns are in the house? Good. Oh Lady Reverend homie. So I'm gonna also give you a gun word. Nye, 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 nye. Yeah, Richard. Richard, you have heard me tell this story before, so don't give us the reason. Nye, 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 nye. It's one word. Nye, 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 nye. I'm just showing you that it's one word with different pronunciations and they mean totally different things. You see. So what I'm saying is that in the Greek language, the word paraclete, which is translated here, the Holy Spirit, also meant comforter. Also means helper. Or you don't need some help. Yeah. It also means your advocate. An advocate is a lawyer. Don't you need somebody to take your case up for you? Yeah, he's there. But you are not engaging him. It also means teacher. And by the way, it's not only scriptures he can teach you. By the way. By the way. Hey, the people are very quiet this morning. No, it is true. It's not only scriptures. Before the time when I became a full-time pastor, I had, I used to do consulting and different things. And I was engaged to come and do a workshop on climate change. I'm not an art student, and at the time I did my training, climate change, climate was not an issue yet, and I had had to do a few other things. I had met it as I worked, but normally you do the workshops on the things that are your main subjects, and every time somebody would ask me to do a training, I would say, Lord, do I accept it or not? So I accepted this one because I felt that God would have me do it, but I have never done any training. And I I said, Lord, trouble has caught me. I should come and do a whole three-day workshop on climate change. I've never gone to a workshop myself on climate change. Holy Ghost, are you there? He began to show me, go here, go here, do this one, do that one, do this, do that. It's up to you. It's up to you how you want to relate to Him. It's just up to you. If you say that you are only going to put him into that box, it's up to you. That's all you will experience. But if you also say that you will treat him as a person in your life and you will relate to him and you will relate to the different things that he does, you will experience it life. You will experience what he can do life. It's a good place to put your hands together. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now one of the first manifestations Of the presence of the Holy Spirit With his power Is the speaking in tongues And that's why you find out that in Acts chapter 2 Remember Acts 1.8 Jesus told them stay here Till he comes hey. Are you there? When he came The first evidence Or the first thing people could see The Bible is the one who tells us That the Holy Spirit came as tongues of fire Over the people He doesn't tell us that the people saw it but what the other people heard were people speaking in tongues and that has remained the first sign or one of the cardinal signs of his presence and some of you you are using oh my mother church says listen your mother church didn't die for you just as this one has not died for you so if you are a christian the sooner you make up your mind to follow what is in the bible the better for you and it is the bible that talks to us about tongues are you in the house Is it possible to be a Christian and not have this Holy Spirit in this dimension fully? Acts chapter 19, verse 1. It came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coasts, came to Ephesus and finding finding certain disciples, he said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard, whether there be any holy ghost. And he said unto them, unto what then were you baptized? And they said, unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him. That is on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Ghost came on them and they spoke with tongues. And they even prophesied. And they prophesied. Are you seeing the scripture? Now, that is the case for many of you who are here, but you are in your orthodox state. Some of you are here, you have not given your life to Christ. I've been preaching to you every week. You come every week, you still haven't given. I don't know what to say about you but there are also others of you you are still with the baptism of John oh but we have not heard that one the baptism of John was a baptism unto repentance so you have given your life you have repented and said Lord Jesus I give you my life please come and be my Savior you have repented of the way you were that's all. But you have not received the Holy Ghost and you haven't received him because you have also not taken the time to just open your Bible and educate yourself about what he says about the Holy Ghost. I'm ending soon. The reason why I'm ending is if I'm going to start teaching about Holy Spirit we'll be here for, till next week. Yeah. And I was going to start talking to you about the cross of Jesus Christ. But I'm feeling in my spirit that many of you, you are not born again. You have not given your life to Christ. That is why there's no great change. It's not because of lack of Holy Spirit. It's the giving your life to Christ rather as the case. The whole salvation is the case. And you are masquerading as a Christian. Let me tell you something. Either you give yourself to Christ wholly. Or you said the devil holy don't do the in-between the only person who falls down on the seashore is not the one in the canoe and it's not the one walking on the beach it's the one who stands with one foot on the beach and one leg in the canoe that's the person who falls so if you're not ready to give yourself to Christ I think you should just go and serve the devil and know that hell is where you are going straight what are you saying but you should be coaxing me you should be convincing me what do you think I've been doing for the past nine weeks (laughs) so I'm just putting you to you on the spot that it's either this or that there's no fence there's no middle way so that the Holy Spirit can now come in and help you to sort yourself out amen are you there I want to end I want to end I was hoping to end the series today but I think that next week we have to continue on the Holy Spirit for one last and you see what is even more painful is that our father has written books some of you you have even bought the Macarius. you have not unwrapped it yet the Holy Spirit is the anointing everything I've said to you is here Sweet influences of the Holy Spirit. It talks about the Holy Spirit, how He can affect every single part of your life, even your strength. As you are there, you don't have any strength. You are just like spaghetti. Then they are moving you left and right. But the Holy Spirit can give you strength, moral strength, physical strength. But it's there? The book is even on your on your on your shelf, for those of you who have it. Are you there? rather you are texting and asking me questions and many times when I get the questions I have to pray that Lord help me to be polite (laughs) so that I'll answer you politely because I feel like saying something tell your neighbor something I feel like saying something the thing is in a book which you have refused to eat catch the anointing Bishop Doug was a baby like I was demonstrating to you baby Christian but he grew how he grew, how he caught the anointing is here. Some of you, you have it. You see, it's only, I'm saying some. Those who don't have are the first years who've joined us. But you have it. You have just not opened. Okay. Hmm. I don't even know why I should talk to, about the other ones. There are about seven or eight steps to the anointing. The anointing is the Holy Spirit. Acts 10.38. How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost. This one. I rest my case. And I pray for the grace to continue next week, Sunday. Stand to your feet. <laughs> Stand to your feet this morning. And begin to just speak to the Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, I need you. Come, sweet Spirit, I pray. Come with your strength and your power. In your strength. strength.
3: And your power.
4: Come in your own special way. Come
3: in your own special way. This is our prayer
4: as we end this service. So just lift up your voice and sing it. Come, Come Holy, spirit. Holy Spirit. Or you don't need him. I need you. Come, sweet Spirit, I pray.
3: Come, sweet Spirit, I pray. Come
4: with your strength and your power. Come in your strength. Come in your own special way. Come in your own special way. For just one minute, lift up your voice to the Lord. Some of you just need to speak to the Holy Spirit. It's not even a prayer. Just stand where you are and talk. I didn't know. I didn't know this about you, but I'm learning something. I want to know more. I want to know more. Teach me about yourself. Teach me about yourself. I need to know more. Just talk to him for a few minutes as we end the service. Talk to him. Or we begin to go to the end of the service. Father, forgive us for taking you for granted. For all the provision you have made for us that we have not taken. Forgive us. I pray, Lord, that you will speak your word to us again. Change us, Lord. Let there be a change in our lives. Help us to relate to you as we ought bring us out of the things we have fallen into and let our following you be genuine this i ask in jesus name amen as every head is bowed and every eye is closed maybe someone invited you to church and you want to give your life to Jesus. It all begins with letting Jesus into your life. And remember, it says he comes in with light. Maybe as you are here, your entire life is darkness. You're not seeing your way clear, you're not seeing your way forward. I want you to receive Jesus who comes with his light. And so, as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Lift up your right hand, just lift it up. We're going to pray just lift it. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Maybe you've been in church a long time, even working and sweating for the Lord, but you've just not given your life deliberately to Christ. I want you to do it today. Lift up your right hand. Now, if your hand is lifted up, please come. Let us pray together the Bible says we must confess we what we believe in our heart in order to be saved see Save. so come God bless you as you come we're going to confess it together God bless you come closer to the stage just come closer just remember a little social distancing just step out from where you are your heart is beating it's a sign the Lord is calling you it's a sign he's talking to you you are the one he's referring to just come God bless you just come just come just come god bless you god bless you god bless you pastors i would have loved some help from you god bless you just come just come your heart is beating he's just saying there's something we have to sort out today just come there is no shame we all have to do it says what is what you believe in your heart you need to confess it with your mouth in order to be saved and we want to make that confession I'm waiting just a few minutes so that you will come please some um, social distancing is very important just move a little yeah let there be a bit of a gap I know you are in a mask but just come I'm just waiting for somebody the last time I said this the last time I said this somebody waited until we we're done and we left and then he came and said it was me we were talking to what is the use of that what is the use of that your heart is beating here or you just sense that god is talking to you in this one minute left please just come it's not worth it to feel shy and go to hell it's not worth it i'd rather feel shy and go to heaven just come just come i'm just waiting for you and i think god really must love you to hold up the whole service when we're almost out of time just come stretch out and come now those of you who are in front we're going to pray we're gonna pray a prayer I want you to say these words after me and those of you in the congregation please help us you want to say Lord Jesus I come to you today as a sinner please wash me in the blood cleanse me from my sins please write my name in the book of life Lord Jesus from today you are my Savior and you are my lord i thank you for saving me in jesus name father i thank you for these young ones who've come to you this morning i pray for them that your hand will be upon them let this be the beginning of a wonderful journey with you in the name of jesus bless their lives O oh god and sort out their issues for them in every way in jesus name amen and amen
0: We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-D-A-C. God richly bless you.